Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Flix by Ryan podcast. It's your boy Flix by Ryan. And today we're talking about how to get started as a photographer. But first, if you're a new listener here, welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Ryan. I talk about photography, videography, content creation. We talk about motivation, business, and just life, man. Our last episode was about the coronavirus. If you haven't heard that, you should go check it out. I gave some pretty interesting statistics there that might change your perspective a little bit on the whole situation. Uh, I hope your family is well. I hope you are well, your friends, everyone. I hope everyone is safe and uh, healthy and everything like that. But let's jump right back into this podcast. I have six steps here on what you can do to become a photographer. At this point, I've been a photographer for 21 months, and I have been paid over $1,000 on a handful of occasions to do photography stuff. And that's not a flex. That's just to say, look, you can make good money here, and $1,000 is on the low end of what you can make. There are people that are making five figures, six figures a shoot. There are people that are making five figures a month off of photography so uh you can get as much as you work for uh and i'm hoping right now from this podcast to set you on the right right path on what you can do to be as blessed as i am and be able to just work for yourself work with who you want when you want and um you know just enjoy the freedom that comes along with being a photographer it, it truly is a sick job and I am very blessed to have it and people like you listening to this podcast thank you so much you allow me to do what I do so hopefully this podcast can give back to you a little bit uh, so let's jump right into it first step that you need to do when you want to become a photographer is buy a camera and this is one of the most over overthought things that beginner photographers or even established photographers think about is what gear do I buy like what do I need and what I'm here to say is don't overthink it. Go into your bank account and look at how much money that you could afford to spend into this uh, without worrying about that money being gone. Let's say you go and you buy a camera and then you decide, actually, I don't like photography. I don't want to be a photographer anymore. And you lose that money. How much would you be fine losing? Then I would go and look up. Right now it's 2020. So I would look up best cameras for beginners 2020. And don't look at one video. Don't look at one article. Go out and do an extensive amount of research. A lot of research. And then I want you to narrow it down to a couple of cameras. And then I want you to go in and look at reviews for each of these specific cameras. How's the battery life? How is the build quality? How is the autofocusing system? I need you to look at these things and make a decision based on what you think is best. This is not going to be the camera that you shoot with forever. But it's important that you get into this mindset of doing a lot of research before you spend a couple hundred dollars or even a couple thousand dollars on a camera. This will save you money and stress in the long term. Uh, so from there, step number two would be to shoot as much as you can. You need to go out and just shoot. Uh, right now, I have I have really put myself in a path of doing portraits. Um, but it wasn't always like this. I started off by shooting... Um, cityscapes, landscapes. Uh, I shot photos of my friends and my family. Um, I shot pictures of just literally everything. Anything that I could take a picture of, I did take a picture of. And this is so that you can you can learn how to use it. 
when I began 21 months ago, I didn't I didn't know what ISO was. I didn't know what shutter speed was or aperture, and I didn't know how it affected uh, the image or, or what I got out. And this is why you spend so much time behind the camera. You, you learn these settings, you adjust them, and you see how the outcome is of these different settings. Uh, so do that, and then go home, and then try to edit the photos. Your editing style is not going to be the same in the beginning as it is 21 months down the road. Mine wasn't. I was terrible. I didn't even use the right editing software, uh, if there really is a right editing software. I didn't use a good one uh, when I first started. And you're going to learn that down the road. But in order to learn that, you need to put in work, and you need to experiment, and you need to see what works and see what doesn't work. After that, I need you to do like learning, spend time learning, go on YouTube and look up how to take better portraits, how to shoot better real estate, how to shoot better landscapes, uh, look up landscaping, uh, photo lens, whatever, stuff like this so that you, you know what does what and how you can improve and implement certain different things. For example, when I first got my camera, I put it in auto mode and auto mode would oftentimes give me a photo that had a high ISO, uh, a high aperture, and then this resulted in a picture that was grainy and super all in focus. And this was not what I liked. I wanted something that was tack sharp and had a nice blurry background with, you know, that bokeh that everyone goes crazy for on Instagram. And in order for me to learn that, I had to go and I had to do research on online on YouTube and learn from people, people that have gone down this path before me. Another great way to learn these things is to find somebody who has done it before you. Go and if you have a friend that knows how to use the camera, like with their eyes closed, and they are willing to shoot with you, this person is a gold mine of information. This person will save you so much time on the learning curve and set you right down the right path. The, this person will make it to where you don't make as many mistakes as they did because they're willing to share their information with you. And uh, you should not take this person for granted. You should take advantage of their knowledge, be very appreciative, and uh, you know, work. Do what they say and, and apply it to what you're doing. Next step in becoming a photographer would be to set a rate and stick to it. This rate isn't going to be the rate that you have for the whole time of your photography career, but especially when you start, you need to set a rate and stick with it. People are going to try and tell you that you're not worth that much or that somebody else can shoot it for cheaper, and that's fine. Let them say that because this is not the person that you want to shoot with anyways. People like that are going to give you a headache during the shoot, before the shoot, after the shoot. You just want to stay away from them. If they take forever to text you back, avoid them. If they try to haggle your, your rates, avoid them. It's, it's somebody that you, you could basically, there are ways of vetting a client and knowing like, okay, this person's going to give me trouble. And trust me, all these things are, I have done the shoot with these people and they, they've given me trouble. And I'm, right now I'm trying to help you avoid that. So when I first started, I set off my rates based on a time, time-based photo shoot. So I would choose uh, $50 for a, 30 minute photo shoot and 75 for an hour long photo shoot. And this was so people would be more inclined to book the hour long photo shoot because it was 75 bucks. It was like, you're getting half off the hour, but that would put more money in my pocket. So things like these will help you book more shoots and make more money. But you need to, if somebody says, Hey, uh, I want to do a shoot. What are your rates? $50. Oh, $50. Okay. That's kind of much. My budget's like 35 right now. Can you do it for that? Don't do it. Say, no, I'm sorry right now. 50 bucks is, is what my rate is. Um, I hope to work with you in the future though. And you could even send somebody, send them to somebody else. That's what I do now. If somebody 
comes to me and their rates or their uh, budget is too low for me to work with them, I say, hey, I can't do it for this much, but I'm going to send you my friend. He's a great content creator. He could probably do it for that much. And this puts you as like an authority figure. It puts you in a place of, okay, this guy knows people and knows what he's doing. And, uh, you know, I like that. I respect the authority that he that he has. So you're going to keep doing that and doing that until you make a good amount of money. And you're going to reinvest all that money back to the business. Don't go out and buy Gucci belts and Yeezys with the money that you make from photography because that's not going to support your business long term. You need to spend money on websites, gear, maybe even running ads, things like this. Reinvest all your money back into the business and keep it all in a separate savings account or checking account. That's what I did. So next step would be to set up a website. You need a place to put all your best work on the internet so that whenever somebody's like, oh, you're a photographer? Cool. Like, I would like to see some of your work. Maybe we could do some work together. You can say, yeah, go to flixbyryan.com. You can see all my work there. Maybe in the beginning, this won't, this won't pay you back based on what you're, what you're paying for, but it's two things. First thing, it's something that you need. It's a place that you can store your work that, that shows this is me. This is what I do. Uh, if you weren't a, if you were a photographer without a website, it's, it does not look good. You look unprofessional. And so that's the second thing that it does. It makes you look professional. It makes you look like you're well-established. And it's just something that everyone needs. Whether you're a hairstylist, uh, lash tech, nail tech, whatever. Photography, same thing. You need a website. You need to be doing research during this whole time about, okay, well, what can I invest in next? For me, the first thing I invested in after I bought my first camera was a better portrait lens. I bought the Sigma 30mm 1.4 lens. And this helps me learn how to use manual focus better, learn how to take better portraits because it was 1.4 aperture. So ladies and gentlemen, th this is the whole learning process. You're going to go through and you're going to be learning throughout this entire process. And then you're going to be buying things so that you can improve your craft and make more money. See this $30 lens or this uh, 30 millimeter lens that I paid, I don't know, like 254, 320, something like that. I don't know. It allowed me to charge more money for my photo shoots. And this was this is what you need to continue doing over the long term to continue making more and more money. So the next step that you need to do to become a photographer is network. I have landed a multiple amount of clients based off of networking. People can recommend you to people that they know need photographers and this will make you more money and friends and it's a winning it's a winning game for everybody. So there's a couple of things that go into this. A, maybe you have to do a free shoot for somebody that has a big network. And that's fine because they'll pay you back in the long run. Or maybe your, your content will be featured on their page and maybe somebody will book you off of that. Maybe uh, they will recommend you, oh, Ryan did great work for me. He'll be perfect for your business. And I have landed clients that I work with on a monthly basis at this point make me thousands of dollars because of this network. And these are the basic things that you need to do to become a photographer. Do all of the things that I just told you to do and rinse and repeat. And I think that you can see a lucrative career in photography. For me, my passion is in business. So will, will I be a photographer forever? I couldn't tell you. But I can tell you that based off of these things, I have been able to make good money, work a minimal amount of hours at Starbucks to <laughs> maintain my benefits and get free coffee and meet a whole bunch of cool people and do cool things. So ladies and gentlemen, I hope that I covered everything. I feel like I might have missed some things. Uh, you can learn some more stuff on my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash flicks by Ryan or my Instagram page. I have this um, 
this weekly series on my Instagram called Success Sundays where I talk about motivation, business, photography, things like this. So go check those out. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please rate it five stars and I would really, really appreciate it if you could share it on your story. That would really uh, help me grow this whole podcast and uh, make it to where I can impact positively more people. Also, I want to extend an opportunity to join my Facebook group. It's called Content Creators Central. It's a place for photographers, videographers, content creators of any sort, artists, musicians, graphic designers, basically any um, any creative entrepreneur to network, share our wins, share our losses, learn. It's a great place. We would love to have you. There's a link in the description, uh, the show notes of this podcast. Go check it out. Request access to join, and I'll be happy to have you. Thank you so much once again for listening, and until next week, it's been your boy Flix by Ryan. Peace.